Welcome to this episode of the podcast, The Mnemonic Tree, where we add a single mnemonic leaf to our tree of knowledge. Today's episode will be on British peerage slash nobility titles. Exempted from jury duty and until 1999 entitled to sit in the House of Lords, peerage titles may either be hereditary or granted for life and exist in various forms in many countries. So with no further ado, we will begin with a summary from Wikipedia. The peerage in the United Kingdom is a legal system comprising both hereditary and lifetime titles, composed of various noble ranks and forming a constituent part of the British honours system. The term peerage can be used both collectively to refer to the entire body of nobles and individually to refer to a specific title. British peerage title holders are termed peers of the realm, The peerage's fundamental roles are ones of government, peers being eligible to a seat in the House of Lords, and of meritocracy, the receiving of any peerage being the highest of British honours. In the UK, five peerages or peerage divisions coexist, namely the Peerage of England, the Peerage of Scotland, the Peerage of Great Britain, the Peerage of Ireland, and the Peerage of the United Kingdom. Peerages are created by the British monarch, like all crown honours, being affirmed by letters patent affixed with the great seal of the realm. Her Majesty's Government in the United Kingdom makes recommendations to the Sovereign concerning who should be elevated to the peerage, after external vetting by the House of Lords Appointments Commission. Under present custom, the only new hereditary peerages granted are to members of the royal family, The last non-royal awardees of hereditary titles were in the Thatcher era. Since then, ruling parties have refrained from recommending any others to be elevated, although there is nothing preventing future governments from doing so. Labor elected to power in 1997 sought to remove all the seats of the House of Lords reserved for hereditary peers, but Prime Minister Tony Blair relented by allowing 92 members to remain by legislation enacted in 1999. The House of Lords' purpose is now that of a revising legislative chamber, scrutinising and potentially changing proposed parliamentary bills before their enactment. Its membership, for the most part, comprises life peers, created under the Life Peerages Act of 1958, which includes those who can add value in specific areas of expertise in parliamentary debates, as well as former MPs and other political appointees from respective political parties. The Sovereign, traditionally the Fount of Honour, cannot hold a British peerage. All British subjects who are neither royal nor peers of the realm were previously termed commoners, regardless of wealth or other social factors, Thus, all members of the peer's family, with the exception of the wife or unmarried widow, are commoners too. The British system thus differs fundamentally from the continental European versions where entire families, rather than individuals, were ennobled. 
Nobility in Britain is based on title rather than bloodline, and correspondingly, the Princess Royal, Princess Anne, who enjoys royal status as daughter of the Queen, opted for her children to be commoners by refusing offers of titles despite their being grandchildren of the sovereign. Certain personal privileges are afforded to all peers and peeresses, but the main distinction of a peerage nowadays, apart from the access to the House of Lords for life peers and some hereditary peers, is the title and style thereby accorded. Succession claims to exist in hereditary peerages are regulated by the House of Lords Committee for Privileges and Conduct and administered by the Crown Office. This now takes us to today's mnemonic. Mnemonic. And the mnemonic for British peerage slash nobility titles is Did Mark ever vote before the bell for keg? Now all those words are spelt normally. And for this one, picture arms and legs on a keg wearing a crown. Now, he's the king and Mark is the loyal servant who can vote him in as long as he votes before the bell. As I mentioned, this episode is on British peerage and nobility titles. So the first five will be peerage and the last four are titles. So we'll get into it. With a did, we take the D for Duke, Duchess. That's peerage. Mark, we take the M for Marquis, Marchioness, peerage. Ever, we take the E for Earl, Countess, peerage. Vote, we take the V for Viscount, Viscountess, peerage. And before, we take the B for Baron, Baroness, and that's peerage. V is assisting. Bell, we take the B for Baronets. Four is assisting. And keg, we take all of those letters. The K for knight or dame the E for Esquire, and the G for Gentleman or Lady. And we'll just go over that one more time. So that's the mnemonic for British Peerage slash Nobility Titles. And that mnemonic is, Did Mark ever vote before the bell for keg? For the did, we take the D for Duke, Duchess. Mark, we take the M for Marquis, Marchioness. Ever, we take the E for Earl, Countess. Vote, we take the V for Viscount, Viscountess. Before, we take the B for Baron, Baroness. V is assisting. Bell, we take the B for Baronets. Four is assisting. And Keg, we take all of those letters. The K for Knight or Dame. The E for Esquire. And the G for Gentleman or Lady. Now time for... Five Fun Facts. Okay, and the first fact, fact number one. Nobility used to be the highest class in past societies who received land from the monarch in return for services which were mainly military. And fact two. The wearing of certain clothes was restricted to the upper class. These set of codes were called sumptuary laws. And fact three. Someone with a noble title of legal importance is known as a peer, Peerages can be either hereditary or only for that person's life. And fact four, a prince is referred to as your royal highness. And fact five, duke comes from the Latin word dux, which means leader. And we do have a bonus fact, and that fact is, viscounts were originally administrators and judges who ruled over specific regions of a country. Now on to... 
The three-question quiz. And the first question, question number one. A monarch, which is a king or a queen, is addressed as what? And question two. What is the lowest rank or peerage? And question three. What century did nobility titles start? And I will give you some options. The options are the 12th century, the 14th century, or the 16th century. And we do have a bonus question, and that is, can a commoner who marries into the royal family obtain a title? It's now time to recap that mnemonic. Mnemonic. And the mnemonic for British peerage slash nobility titles is, did Mark ever vote before the bell for keg? For the did, we take the D for Duke, Duchess. Mark, we take the M for Marquis, Marchioness. Ever, we take the E for Earl, Countess. Vote, we take the V for Viscount, Viscountess. Before, we take the B for Baron, Baroness. V is assisting. Bell, we take the B for Baronets. Four is assisting, and the keg, we use all of those letters, the K for knight or dame, the E for esquire, and the G for gentleman or lady. Now on to the answers for the three-question quiz. And question one was, a monarch, which is a king or a queen, is addressed as what? The answer there is, your majesty. And just on kings and queens... Why do clouds make good kings? And that's because they reign over every country in the world. And just another fact or story about kings. Once upon a time, there was a king who was only 12 inches tall. Now, you would have thought his lack of height would have made him a little bit more empathetic and a little more considered. But apparently not. He was an absolutely terrible king, but... He made a great ruler. And question two. What is the lowest rank or peerage? And that lowest rank or peerage is a baron. Below that, for example, a knight is a title of honour. And question three. What century did nobility titles start? And I gave you three options. 12th century, 14th century or the 16th century? The answer there is the 14th century. And our bonus question, can a commoner who marries into the royal family obtain a title? The answer there is yes, they can obtain a courtesy title, but it has no legal importance. Now on to... This week's Word of the Week is Limerence, and that is spelt L-I-M-E-R-E-N-C-E. And the meaning, according to dictionary.com, is the state of being obsessively infatuated with someone, usually accompanied by delusions or of a desire for an intense romantic relationship for that person. And our simple example today is... Limerence has resulted in abdication in the royal family in the past. 
And just before we get going, don't forget the giveaway on episode 50 of 200 Australian Dollars. All you have to do is submit a rating and review for the podcast and then shoot me a quick email just for verification. The winner will be randomly drawn on episode 50. And I would just like to read out two reviews before the giveaway started, and they are both from the good people of the USA. And the first one is from Zeta Porter, and it reads, Great concept. I love learning new things, and this podcast is a great way to do so. The format is interesting and is applicable to many topics. And the second one was from Kleischer, and it reads, Interesting, very informative podcast. So thank you to Zeta and Kleischer for those good words. If you could just send me a quick email with your address and I will send you a mnemonic mug and pen. Well, that takes us to the end of another episode. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to join our mnemonic community, you can reach us at the mnemonic tree podcast, which is all one word, dot com on the website. From there, you'll find links in the top right to Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Any feedback, please send that through to the mnemonic tree at gmail.com or write a review on Apple Podcasts or your chosen platform. Any reviews read on the podcast will receive a small gift of appreciation. And also, if you have any additional fun and interesting facts for today's episode, I'd love to hear them, so post them on Facebook and be sure to tag me. And if you want to take the mnemonic challenge, go to the website, scroll down a little and you'll find two buttons. The first button is the Mnemonic Tree Challenge episodes 1 to 10. And now we've updated to the second button, which is episodes 11 to 20. It contains all the mnemonics to test your recall. Until next time, remember as Socrates said, there is no learning without remembering. See you next time. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense.